Welcome to another Booch News podcast with Ian Griffin. So today I'm here in a suburb of um, Lisbon with Renato of OK Kombucha. We're at a large natural food store, a bio store called Misosotis, and there are multiple stores. Uh, Renato has a nice booth set up. Welcome, it's great to meet you. So nice to meet you, Ian. So yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> so tell me, well, before the crowds come, because it's earlier in the day, uh, what is the story of OK Kombucha? When did you start making it yourself, and when did you go commercial? Uh, so I'm a Chinese medicine specialist. So uh, I started fermenting when I was about uh, 18 years old, kefir. And then I had a, a lady that worked at uh, uh, my school, and she, she told me, no, you have to do kombucha. And so Irina, this lady, gave me, gave me a, a starter liquid. And uh, it was about 11 years ago or something like that. And I started doing it at home, uh, not sponsored by my mother at the time. She didn't like it. <laughs> and uh, she, uh, I had a lot of fun brewing it, just a, a normal F1, just uh, doing, doing basic stuff for a, lo- a long time. And after a few years of brewing uh, and some mishaps along the way, I started uh, to take it a bit more seriously. Because when we're working at a consultation office with Chinese medicine, sometimes uh, you feel that uh, you want to go a little bit further than you can in an office setting. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I started wanting to have a different uh, approach. Me and also my wife, uh, we're both from Chinese medicine, so we, we thought, okay, maybe this could be something of value because uh, uh, we see uh, drinks as a a way to change habits sometimes Mm -hmm. so it's easier sometimes to change what you drink and then change what you eat than uh, the opposite so we started like that and uh, everything went uh, slowly we started doing testing uh, because we really wanted to do a healthy kombucha so that's why our kombucha is really low on sugar so and um, we started developing also um, shelf life and some uh, natural stability to it so it was a lot of work about three four years without uh, selling anything just testing and uh, when were you first in business so we started doing business and uh, uh, 2019 because we we started our brewery in in, uh, in 18 2018 and then we, we tested in our facilities because we tested at a, at a small lab. And then we yep. changed to, to uh, our brewery and we started setting it up. And um, we started selling about uh, the end of the year of 19. So right when pandemic came along. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> so we, we tested for a long time. And then we, when we had the guts to, to go yeah. out to the public, uh, we, we had well, this <laughs> mis- That happens, I think, with quite a few companies. But it's interesting what you said about Chinese medicine, because the, the history of kombucha is traced back to the emperor 221 BC. Yeah. And yet you, you have a connection today with Chinese medicine. Yes, uh, uh, fermentation is uh, something that's uh, used in Chinese medicine to, uh, to, to have a, a specific uh, function. 
Uh, mainly, the, we, they use um, a lot of uh, fermentation to to try to uh, increase the the digestibility of the digestive tract, so getting it stronger. And kombucha had a family in that sense. It was not as a, a phytotherapy, uh, so a herbal use. It was more like a dietitian use. So they we start uh, they started like that and. Um, through time, it, uh, uh, in Chinese medicine, it wasn't as used, but then it made a comeback in yeah. the last years, and it is being used uh, as a recommendation as so well. So now, do you still practice the medicine side, or are you 100% on the OK kombucha? I, I still do a lot of consultations as well, because I love it, and it's a really good uh, thing that I do, but it's almost like 50-50. Okay. Uh, so it has to be 100-100 almost, <laughs> because it uh, takes a lot of time to have everything having everything corrected but the thing is we thought about our, our kombucha through a, a Chinese medicine uh, point of view so uh, what we wanted was have, was to have a low sugar uh, residual sugar so it could be really healthy and take the, the advantage of the, the kombucha without uh, the, the residual part of the right. sugar so yeah. we go as low as we can go but you also say you even though I see it's on ice here, you have a shelf, shelf stability by keeping the sugar very low? Is that yeah. just to l- limit the fermentation, secondary fermentation? Uh, so th- that happens as well, but um, uh, it's a, we, d- we tested a lot and it was a, a really empirical process in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So after a while we, we got uh, uh, Jennifer and uh, Susanna to uh, help us doing the, 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 the science part and uh, having everything uh, uh, not as empirical as it was so uh, about two years from now uh, ago we started making uh, everything more and more scientific so we can have the precise results so we believe it's not just uh, the lack of sugar because sometimes you have lack of sugar but you you have a, a different uh, process that happens so we wanted to control that process so it doesn't get tangy or uh, a different uh, flavor or too acidic and it's more vinegar yeah. which we also do <laughs> we also do vinegar oh, yeah. Yeah, and, and it's uh, over there, if you in want the to. Store, they yeah. sell us kombucha vinegar. Yeah, yeah I, I've yeah. tasted that. Uh, not yours, but I've tasted other kombucha vinegars yeah, recently. I, I would like you to try it. I well. will try it. I'm looking forward to it. And I see you're selling, uh, these are quite large uh, bottles, uh, 750 milliliter. Is that... Uh, your main form of distribution, that size? Uh, we started actually with uh, 200 mils, uh, small bottles, because uh, when you're a, a small company here, uh, it's uh, hard to, everywhere, but uh, here in Portugal it's hard to uh, find uh, a glass in low quantities. So uh, uh, if you want a specific um, a specific uh, uh, amount, sometimes you have to buy a full load, which is uh, about 20 pallets, which is uh, it's a lot. And uh, so we, we found uh, small 200 milliliters, really cute bottles. We have over there. We also I can show you as well. And uh, then we started. We went to the 750, and then three, 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 uh, three, three zero. So oh, okay. 330 three sizes. Yeah. So you have three sizes, and um, the flavor uh, changes and develops in a different way in, in yeah. each uh, in each bottle. Which is the most popular? Do you th- you know, uh, for your customers? Three three thirty. It's uh, it's the most popular because it's uh, it's the best of the two worlds. Mm-hmm. Sometimes uh, people like to buy uh, because of restaurants. Uh, sometimes two two hundred mils is too too low, uh, and uh, there's some um, also financial rentability. The bottle of three thirty because it has more more flow. Right. 
And where where do you distribute? Just around Lisbon or in more... Uh, broadly around Portugal, other countries? Uh, we, we distribute uh, our kombucha, we distribute all over Portugal, the Isles, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, also a bit of Spain. Uh, but we our our scobies because we also uh, cultivate starden and scoby with uh, our scoby is organic certified, so we can uh, we sell to Brazil, we sell to to Canada, to all over. This is the world. for this is for home brewing. You sell a starter kit. Uh, it's interesting you mention Brazil because of course the Portuguese speaking they have the most kombucha brewers except the U.S. The second most in my listing is yeah. Brazil. So there is a lot of interest in Brazil and maybe now it's growing in. Portugal is that your, is that your experience? Uh, yes, in Brazil, the, uh, it's a really large country and um, uh, it spreads like uh, uh, like uh, uh, it has a big boom and everyone they went for it and uh, they, the Brazilians have a lot of um, entrepreneurship feeling and spirit and uh, I talk a lot of, with them. Uh, we we make some connections uh, all online because of a pandemic. That's the way it started. Uh, but we we. We also sell a lot to them because sometimes they want they were buying from Germany, but then they, they found our um, our scoby having a, di- a different um, taste, yeah. and so they they, they, they started uh, ordering so, it. So you just ship them through airmail? Yep, yeah. And uh, was, there was a story of a scoby that was stuck in uh, in the mail for two months, <laughs> and, and um, actually with everything it was about three months, and it went perfectly there. So. It developed really well. They grew another scoby in the first fermentation. Yeah. It was really cool to good, see. Good starter liquid after that time. Yeah, it, it shows that uh, it's it's uh, resilience. It's uh, really there. Yeah. <laughs> now, one other thing I'm curious about is you've got this large sheet, very large sheet of dehydrated scoby, um, and you say so you are experimenting with the uh, the technology, or you've got other partners who are working with you. What is the story there? So uh, we started having fun because we we. We, we we develop our scobies to 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 brew at home but then we thought why not <laughs> we go beer <laughs> and then uh, we did um, in our instagram we did a story which is about two 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 square meters which uh, was uh, we did a different startup because what happens when you go really large is sometimes the middle mm-hmm. gets really sensitive so we uh, jennifer and susanna uh, and I was thinking about a way to do big but uh, uh, complete SCOBY. So it was um, the about uh, 10 days or so, the, the, the starter became SCOBY really quickly and the middle was perfect and it, the cellular was really integral mm-hmm. and uh, it went really well. And after that, we caught the attention of a few people that were interested and were saying, oh, if you can borrow us a bit, okay, let's talk about this, see what, has, what are their properties and what makes it best to certain types of use. So we broaden up our usage of uh, SCOBY because uh, I'm really a SCOBY-loving uh, brewer. <laughs> so we do with large SCOBYs on our brewery. It takes a lot of work working with Starter and SCOBY, but we like that way because we test it and it gets different, the, the, the flavor, yeah. with SCOBY and without SCOBY. 
And uh, so we love SCOBY, and uh, we're developing this passionately. Maybe clothing, uh, we have to see what the, the properties are best yeah. for. But uh, we're really in love with it, and we're going to get bigger. Yeah, uh, bigger. yeah, <laughs> yeah we're going to make a, a larger one, but for, for, for meters, square meters or something like that. I think we can do it. Yeah. So it, uh, we're going to test it uh, yeah. all, uh, this year. Uh, I know also. there are reports quite often of people using SCOBYs to filtration. For There's a lady I talked with, Sasha. Lauren in California who has made beautiful clothing for the Paris Fashion Week so you're now in the store, one of many you're going to visit over the next few days what is customer reaction now in your experience compared to when you started for uh, people in Portugal who walk through the door or how many of them know kombucha I mean we're in a health food store so maybe more, but what is your experience with the acceptance of kombucha so uh, it was uh, um, some people in the um, health uh, uh, the department. They 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 try kombucha sometimes in their life, so they they, they know what it is like. But uh, we wanted to to get the, uh, a large appeal, so we make uh, the traditional kombucha look younger and look uh, sexier. So we wanted to do that, and we, we caught the attention of people. But then we found out that uh, people are really used to sugar if they if they know or if, even if they don't know in their drinks so we, we found out that uh, there was a communication effort that we needed to do uh, relating to the kombucha experience because people liked it but sometimes they were expecting something something sweeter because mm-hmm. the colors are really bright they're really sexy they're really attractive mm-hmm. but uh, sometimes people were expecting something sweeter yeah. and then we we started working on that and we started finding people that love this type of flavor. It's a dry flavor. It's a low on sugar, but really aromatic. And then uh, the acceptance went uh, went growing slowly and steadily. Yes. So there were a lot of people that were trying to find this flavor, although it's different. But they were trying to find it and didn't find it and didn't know they wanted it. So a non-alcoholic, a non-alcoholic beverage, low sugar. It's almost like uh, the dream, the dream beverage uh, sometimes yeah. because it doesn't hurt you. And uh, if you like the the, the taste or you, you yeah. grow to grow, grows on you yeah. it gets really into you after a while how many flavors are you carry, are you making now currently so uh, okay kombucha we're making seven flavors uh, we have them there's a little of um, seasonality to them uh, n- uh, because uh, sometimes there are some, some flavors that go really well with summer and other ones that go really well with autumn uh, winter Chinese medicine has this cool. flow, yeah, cool, warm. So, and uh, we we develop flavors according to that. So there are a few flavors that go out more in the summertime, and then other ones that are more in winter time. But okay, kombucha we have seven flavors. Our vinegar we have three, and we're also developing new stuff. Which is your most popular? Do you have a leader? Uh, our ginger one is really popular. It has a, a really tight race with uh, our wild uh, fruits one, which is red fruits. So uh, we uh, we use a lot of um, uh, raspberries and uh, blueberries. And uh, do you sell original, unflavored? Uh, un- unflavored. I have a pure one, which is just jasmine tea with the green tea, because we also have jasmine tea uh, in our starter in our uh, starter liquid. We yeah. use jasmine tea as well. We, we use a blend with Portuguese. Portuguese tea, the from Azores, uh, and a little bit of sencha and uh, also jasmine. Oh, I didn't know Portugal had teas. What kind of tea was that? Uh, so uh, it's a, a tea that grows on Azores. Uh, it's. Um, 
a hissen uh, green tea, and uh, the flavor is really of a volcanic island. <laughs> so it's really strong, really present. Uh, it's powerful and ferments really well. It rounds around the edges with the fermentation. Uh, with the help of the, all those elements, it gets a, a really interesting, smooth uh, flavor after after fermentation. Great. Well, it was great to talk with you, and I know I, I'm stopping you talking to your customers here, so I'll stand by and watch some of the interaction. Okay, thank you so much. So I'm now at the production facility of OK Kombucha in the hills outside of the center of Lisbon with a beautiful big space. And I'm here with Susanna. Hello. Yes, uh, Chief of Production. Yeah. Hello. Um, so now we are going to make a little tour uh, just to explain a little bit of the way we, we work. And uh, we can start here now. Sure. Okay. All right. So we've... So this is uh, the production where we do the, all the productions of the, um, the kombucha and we also have vinegars. I don't know if... Uh, yes, three vinegars. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and, and the last one with the wheat is the, um, the premium kombucha. Yes, the premium. Yes. Yes. So here we, we do all the washings, uh-huh. the, the bottle area and the other things. Right. We have here the materials... Uh, support materials, and here we have the the um, uh, the supplies to the production, the the, the teas, the different the flavorings. Different yeah, yes. you use dried ginger, I understand. Yeah, all all all, all that we use is all dry. And biological. Uh, yes, organic. all biological, including our our scobies and starter is also biologic and right. certified right. we have also the certification uh, since the last year so we have here the liquids the we the the storage of the liquids the and the the, the starters the starters and the, here is uh, the scobies right. the big ones to production and then we have the starter there uh, and we, have, we produce also a little... Uh, for home uh, uh, Yes, for home kombucha, to uh, people to do it at home. Mm-hmm. And we have the, here the, the storage of the right. small ones to, to sell. And this is where you boil the water? Yes, this is where we, we do the, the teas, the flavoring and mm-hmm. the basic uh, for, the, for, the, mm-hmm. for the start. And here we we uh, have the, the the fermentation. Yes, to to fermentation. So of what the, size are these? How many liters? These ones are we have uh, six of uh, three hundred milliliters. Uh, three hundred. And that ones are the four hundred milliliters, uh, and it's also six. Uh huh. a total of uh, twelve. Twelve uh, different uh, fermentation uh, yes, vessels, yes. stainless steel. Yes, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And uh, here is the, the way we bottle them. Yeah, and the bottling is not an automated, it's no, not a production No, it's all, all our production is manual. Ma- by all, hand. All, all of it. There is the small machine that we have. Uh-huh, to uh, fill, to yes. To fill, and you can see it's all manual. Yeah, 
so you can fill six bottles or yeah, four, four. Four, four bottles at once. Yes, and it can adapt for different bottles. So the smaller to the larger. So, exactly, and yeah. it's all manual. Um, all our work is manual. For oh, the capping, yeah, yes. manually capping each bottle yes. one at a time. Yes. yes. Okay. And here we have that. That's where you uh, put the labels on, and uh, the labeling is is there outside. That's outside, done, already outside. Done manually, uh, and it's all manual. All our work is manual. Have you thought of putting in an automated to yes, make it go faster? Uh, yes. Yes, but uh, yet, in the future. Yes, exactly, because yeah. uh, yet we can we can produce around uh, five five uh, thousand liters uh, per per month. Per month, five thousand. But so you've got sh uh, stable kombucha that doesn't need refrigeration, and the reason is. It's mostly because we uh, the the quantity of the sugar and the way the process that mm -hmm. we we do the the all all the the the, the exactly and we can uh, um, find the way that it has that long time. Because you, you experimented for three years. Yes, exactly. Yeah. With many success and unsuccesses. Yeah, and failures. So, yes. Yeah. Uh, that's why you can see it because all it's all storage. It it's doesn't need to be in the refrigeration, and it's easier then to transport to the stores and restaurants. Exactly, exactly, yeah. and doesn't well, reduces the costs. Obviously, there's a, a lot of space, so you could easily go five, ten times faster, uh, more if you. Yes, exactly. The demand exactly. goes. Yes, this, yes. This space is wonderful. Yeah. Yes. We, well, thank you for the we tour. We can expand. Yeah. Yes. Thank yeah. you. Thanks for listening to Booch News. For more about kombucha, please visit boochnews.com.